Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellows. This is Peyton Zigneko here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. Happy Monday, my dear listener. I know, wow, already we've spent 10 whole weeks together. That's a bit crazy. I feel like I say that every Monday, and I feel like I say that sort of thing every day, where, oh, I feel like I said that the day before, but, I mean, it's still an amazing feat. And I realized I have not compared time to anything very recently, but I'm in a frog mood today and this week, so I'll have to say it's a frog. I can't really back this up, and I don't think I'll really have any backing behind it from anyone, but time's a frog, and this reminds me of that one world theory where we're all just living in a big universe frog, which I greatly appreciate. I think that is fantastic, and I would love to just be in a frog. I feel like that'd be really good. Quarantine has sort of gotten to me at this point, and I'm just constantly obsessed with frogs now. I'm not entirely sure why. I think I just think they're really cute, and to be completely honest, They're just good fellas. They make me happy, so you know what? Be obsessed with whatever you want, be it frogs, toads, or anything else. Go for it. Make yourself happy with whatever little creature you love. I've been obsessed with isopods before, the deep sea ones. I think they're really cute. I don't know. I have a problem, but I'm working through it, and at least I didn't spend a bunch of money on isopod plushies like I could have. So, you know, good things. Good things we grow. We grow as people. Now, speaking of growing as people, I wanted to take some time to give a little bit more life advice on this lovely Monday. I know that, to be completely honest with you, maybe I'm not the best person to give out life advice because I'm only 19, haven't really lived life, quote-unquote, and, I mean, I don't do a lot in general, so perhaps I'm not the most experienced when it comes to life, but you know what? I have done things, and I have lived 19 years. That's pretty good considering. I mean, and in the times we are in now, I think it's aged me like 30 years. I also have arthritis. So you know what? Basically, I'm like a 70-year-old grandma. I can give out advice, okay? So, you know, here I am. I'm sitting here with you. We're going to talk a little bit because over the weekend, I finally decided to change my major um, again. So I've struggled with my major choices for a while. See, I love comedy and I love being a comedian and everything, but I just felt like maybe comedy writing wasn't really where my strong suits were, you know, because it's mostly sketch writing, which I wasn't really prepared for, and I don't really write that good of sketches. I'll give you an example. We had to write sketches for a sketch show and I decided, oh, it'd be really cool to do one about the Black Death because we had to do a historical one. So I wrote this sketch about the medical practices of the 1300s and how wacky those were. And I made some jokes about how like they covered someone in mercury and put them in an oven. And I was like, this is really funny because they did that. Wow, crazy. And my group didn't laugh and no one was laughing, and they were like, this doesn't make any sense, it's too convoluted. And I was like, no, no, it's funny because it's historically accurate. And you can see that, like, all these characters, they're all crazy, but we notice that, and they don't know that because it's their medical history, it's it's their stuff. And needless to say, I ended up having to rewrite my sketch to make it more funny, and I didn't like it, and I didn't feel good with it, but my group said it was better, and I don't know, just... That experience wasn't very positive, and I know that that's just one experience, but I had similar ones like that. That's just the one that stands out to me. And so, yeah, I realized maybe sketch writing isn't for me, which is okay. You know, as people, we're constantly learning new things about ourselves, and you kind of throw yourself into things, you know, just 
diving cannonball and I think that's a good way to approach things. I think if you spend too much time just dipping your feet in, you're not really going to get the full experience and learn a bunch of stuff. But at the same time, you have to understand that if you jump in cannonball style, you might have to rethink a couple things. So that's what I had to do. I had to rethink some things about my life and about what I wanted to do and where I saw myself because for the past couple years, I've been like, I want to be a sketch writer on SNL. That's what I want to do or something similar. You know, I wanted to be a comedian writer. I wanted to write funny stuff and I wanted to get it out there. However, upon realizing that in practice, it's not my thing. And at the same time, you know, the lifestyle that the comedians were living was not exactly something that I enjoyed. Like they're constantly out there hustling, pushing their stuff and constantly making content. And I'm a little slower, more of a homebody. And so it didn't really gel with me. So I added radio on as a second major because I wanted to be maybe a comedy radio host or radio writer. And I really enjoy radio. It's super fun. I love podcast writing and I love talking, obviously. So that gelled well. And then... At the end of my second semester, I was just kind of done with comedy because I love comedy. I do it. Don't get me wrong. But the idea of being sort of forced to be funny 24-7 is very hard and like overbearing because it just sort of feels like you're not being genuine with it, which is what I love about comedy. I'm a comedy storyteller. I think funny stories are really important and very good at connecting people and I enjoy telling them. So being forced to just write didn't feel great with me and I know that a lot of people do enjoy it and that's fantastic. Good for them. I'm really proud of the work that my fellow comedians do in their classes and a lot of them are really funny and they're really good at what they do but it's just not for me. So after doing some reflecting I came to the conclusion that I will be entering the animation program at my school probably and that is because I am a storyteller And I'm allowed to be funny and not be forced to be funny, you know? Like, I can throw in comedy and tell a funny story, but it's not my main purpose. But I'm also sticking with radio. So I'm a double major again, radio and now animation. So hopefully I'll be a lot happier with that. I am also an artist, I will mention. Uh, I mean, you can't really tell that because this is an audio medium, but I do draw and I've been drawing for like six, seven years, maybe? And I love character design. Oh, I love character design. My D&D character is always popping off because I get so excited to design a character. And that's my life right now. So it's a little crazy. And I think that's what sparked the whole frog revolution in my brain. But it made me realize that going into things, you might not always know what you want to do. And that is totally okay because you can change and you can do other things and you can experiment and you're allowed to not know what you're doing because you're 17 and it's scary and you're just guessing at that point. And who knows, maybe this time next year I'll be saying, you know what? No, I want to be a filmmaker, which probably won't happen because I don't like filmmaking right now, but who knows? But my point is, is that, you know, you're allowed to not know what you're doing and change things up and experiment. And if you find something that you thought you were passionate about and you realize that maybe what you're passionate about with it isn't actually the whole thing, you know, like I thought I was passionate about comedy, but I was actually just passionate about comedy storytelling and making people laugh and make them happy, but not so much like the constant sketch writing or the pressure. And you don't know every aspect of everything all the time, and that's totally okay. But knowing that it's fine to change and you can move on to other things and it's all good. It's all good. 
everything will work itself out in the end, but you just got to keep trying and cannonball yourself some more. I mean, I cannonballed myself into the comedy program. Then I cannonballed myself into the radio program. Now I'm cannonballing myself into the animation program. And at some point, maybe I'll have a collect them all badge pin from Columbia and that'll be pretty sick. But for now, I think I'm just going to stick with it and go with it and try to thrive. Yeah, so there's some advice from me who is a college sophomore now, and I'll probably have to do another year of college, so I'll be a super senior at some point, so that's pretty fun. This experience, though, has made me realize that, you know, you don't always know what you're going to want to do, and it's okay, it's fine, because we all struggle, and we all mess up, and everybody falls down sometime, you know? (laughs) But you know who's always there for you? Mothman plushes. I have several handmade ones that I've started collecting from friends and from myself. This is totally off topic, by the way, but they're just fantastic, you know? Great gift idea. If you don't know what to get for someone, just get them a Mothman plush. There you go. Bingo. More life advice. But you know what? In the end, everything will be a-okay. I I can assure you of that from your good buddy Peyton. It's gonna be fine. And you can hear my chair creaking in the background because this is a bad chair. Woo! Okay, but in all seriousness, I do have one life hack thing that I took forever to figure out, is that if you're like me and you write your best emails or do your best brain stuff at night, you can type out emails and then schedule send so they come out in the morning at a reasonable time, but you don't actually have to be awake. Dude, it saved me so much, okay? I type out my emails at like 2 a.m. when my brain is functional. I know weird, whatever. And then I have them schedule send. So they send it like 1130 the next morning, but actually I would never do 1130. I send them out at like really weird scheduled times. So they'll come out at like 1126 and it makes it seem like I'm totally awake and functional right now, like a real human being, but really I'm not going to be up for another like four hours. Life hack. I'm just saying, save me a lot of grief. Yeah. You know, those are my life tips. One of them very important and one of them less so, but still neat. And I'm not going to tell you which one's which. You'll figure it out, I'm sure. And also, another life hack, just because this is something that I like to rehash and because I want to share something funny, write down silly ideas you have if they're comedy or whatever, because if you're wanting to be a comedian and you're looking into that, I know I maybe talked it down a bit in this episode, but no, trust me, being a comedian is so fantastic and there's a lot of really talented people who do it and there's a lot of good skills you can develop and I think it's a very valuable career option writing sketch comedy or sitcoms whatever just wasn't exactly my cup of tea or what I was looking for but if you're interested I can definitely help you out if you want to email me to talk about it or if you're looking at other arts options because clearly I've been around the block a couple times so feel free to reach out um no it's definitely a good thing and it's definitely a fantastic option for people who are interested just not for me however if you are interested in it and you know you think maybe you might want to do stuff definitely write down any silly idea you have be it super late at night or whatever because you can definitely use those like if you're taking classes and you have to write a sketch on the spot having a backlog of ideas is very helpful and something I didn't actually do so I struggled a lot but I was going through my notes because I thought it was important to see things that I had written down and uh, this one I wrote at 2 a.m. It says, it's the zombie apocalypse and everything has gone downhill. Cuts back to six weeks earlier. I'm sitting on the floor at a party and I look up. Hey, does anyone dare me to lick the bottom of my shoe? I bet I'd really get to taste Chicago. I don't know. I thought that was funny. (laughs) Just silly, silly stuff. So yeah, you know what? Write down your silly stuff and you can probably use it later. And hey, like I said, if you're interested in 
art school or comedy school, which again, I highly recommend. And I think it's super valuable as a education. Not my cup of tea exactly. Not exactly what I was picturing. And hey, you know what? That's okay. I can just use them as elective credits. But like I said, don't be afraid to just jump straight into stuff. However, if you're interested in knowing more about a comedy program or anything, feel free to email me at Peyton, P-Y-T-O-N, at storyarkark.org. It's also where you can ask more questions and, hey, you know what? You'll get featured on my Friday episode. That's cool. I talk on Fridays about more stuff and it's always goofy and tapioca's there because right now she is very occupied with her Nerf bullet collection that she doesn't want to be in the episode so that's okay I'll finish the outro by myself tapioca I'm not hurt or anything so I guess that'll be it I should go wrangle tapioca away from her Nerf bullets so she will cuddle me because that is what I do as a cat mom but thank you so much for tuning in I hope you enjoyed This has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignego. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day. I will see you tomorrow. Peyton, tapioca, and her collection of Nerf bullets. Very distracting Nerf bullets. Over and out.